black bodies are the best. All white bodies should be laid to rest. White bodies should burn like toast. From the smallest room in New York City. Black bodies are the ones that matter. Comes a show that gives you a reason to live. Make your feelings shatter when I scream out that Black Lives Matter. I feel my my feelings are shattering. They are. It's like it's you predicted that because you know I have this innate kind of like ability to be preserved. You know, as a race. Because like white fragility. Yeah. Exactly. And toxic masculinity. White fragility, toxic masculinity. Yeah. Yeah. For these things, I don't have an affinity. Oh, my God. You're going to fucking win a Pulitzer Prize. No G. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not sexy at all. It's just, uh, oh, like, it takes on all comers. No. Oh, man. That no. sounds pretty good. Yeah. I yeah, like I it. I think I sound like... Um, yes. I think I sound like uh, Barry Green. Barry Green? Yeah. Who's Barry Green? Here's my school bus driver. (laughs) (laughs) Well, from the smallest room in New York City comes a show that gives you a reason to live. And a black probationary cop crossed the line, possibly in 2016, when she made a racially charged rap video declaring war against the white man on the beach. Mm. Officers tried her best to scrub the footage, but uh, there's still a clip available. Uh, this uh, is a woman. A woman, yeah. So, a woman. Oh, a female rapper. A woman cop. Yeah, probationary. It's over. It's over. I, yeah. This yeah. would probably, you would think, violate her probation. It's a war against the white man on the beach. Might do. With his handguns, with his handguns, quick to pull out on a, I don't know what this word is, but it's N dash G A, N dash G A, N dash just one dash G A. So I don't know what it. I don't know. Oh, like no go, like no god. Maybe a yeah, maybe no, like it must be a misspelling. It, it, it could be a typo. If he dares run, says Atisha Nuckstar Samuel. Oh, Jesus Christ! Oh, it must be short for Nuxta. Oh, okay. uh, now a probationary cop serving the Midtown North Precinct. Yeah. So that's happening. Uh, that sounds good. Well, you know what? I mean, Kendrick Lamar just won the Pulitzer Prize for kind of similar sounding lyrics. So uh, I, I thought he won the Nobel Prize. I think that's next. Uh, yeah. I mean, you know what? I was thinking, oh, boy, that's so idiotic that they gave this guy the Pulitzer Prize. But, um, I mean, they gave Bob Dylan the Nobel Prize and... I kind of think that uh, prizes of all sorts are kind of... Uh, I think we're in a deflationary moment. <laughs> or maybe an inflationary moment in terms of talent. Like, what's considered, like, genius. You don't, you don't think Bob Dylan's a genius? I think Bob Dylan's really good. I really like Bob Dylan. I'm I'm not so sure that the Nobel Prize for Literature is, like called for oh no you didn't um now i mean on the other hand i mean let me just say something that just really burns my ass uh okay beyonce beyonce was at coachella last week now i don't know if you were there oh i tried to get there but i'm yeah me too i couldn't make it anyway she just from what i hear just like tore that shit up like they no longer have to have Coachella there was no reason for anyone else to play Coachella after Beyonce played Coachella Mm. yeah I believe it now let me tell you something I'm gonna be straight with you um Beyonce has been insulted derided 
um, hurt by the Grammys. They keep denying her Grammys. They gave Adele a Grammy. They gave Taylor Swift her Grammy. Mm. Do you realize Beyonce has only won 22 Grammys? That's shocking. That's shocking. Only 22? Only 22. And her recording career spans... uh, Like 15, 20, you know, a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For only 22 Grammys? Yeah, 22 Grammys. Um, I mean, check it out. Monique, you would think at least five Grammys a year. Oh, fuck yeah. I mean, Monique won an Oscar for uh, Precious. And I think um, maybe Viola did Davis. She play, wait, did she play Precious? No, she played Precious's mom. Oh. But she hasn't won any since then. It's like, what, you just give a black woman one Oscar, she's supposed to be happy? She's supposed to go off. Oh, thank you, thank you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's bullshit. Yeah, now I I, I get to count myself in this rare category. Yeah, I mean, fuck that. Yeah. These, you know, um, so I I, I know that doesn't really have anything to do with anything. I'm just hoping that- Well, it has everything to do with everything. That this probationary cop that you're talking about- Wins a Grammy. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's the least that can. You know what? <laughs> I hope she's EGOT. If Emmy, she... Grammy, Oscar, Tony. Mm-hmm. That's what she needs. Across the board. And wait, how about NEGOT? Nobel, <laughs> Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, Tony. NEGOT for the Kennedy Center honor. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever that is. Yeah. Well, something we missed back in 2016, a Bronx woman got her legs spray painted on a four train in a possible hate crime. It was a woman riding an uptown four and she had her legs spray painted by a fellow strap hanger hmm. or pole holder, whichever one you like better, and was harassed by pole, another passenger. Pole hanger. Pole, who made uh, anti-Dominican remarks. No shit. If you walk around being Dominican, then, um, you know, people might comment on that. I don't was know. It, was it a Haitian person who did it? If, if it was, then I understand. An NYPD spokesman told uh, Gothamist. This is from Gothamist way back when. Before, back when there was a Gothamist. Before it was um, destroyed. Destroyed. Uh, by an evil capitalist. The woman who uh, boarded the train at Bowling Green was saying goodbye to someone at the 86th Street stop when a man suddenly started spray painting her legs. Now, this I, I, look, how often does this happen? I mean, you know, this is this is fairly, it's part and parcel of living in a big city. Sure, someone sure. going to spray I mean, paint your legs. That's kind of the fun. That's the fun part. You're yeah. part of the art. Look, you got to know how to handle these these knockabout, uh, you know, times in, 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 yeah. in the big city. Maybe it was, who knows, maybe it was Banksy who did it. Yeah, if it was Banksy, you had those legs are worth a fortune now. Yeah, she should never um, wash. The 45-year-old woman told uh, CBS New York that she felt someone spraying a freezing cold substance on her legs. They just came so fast. And while the suspect was allegedly spraying her, another passenger, this is a woman who appeared to be in her, in her 20s, was egging him on and saying, I hate Dominican bitches. Mm. I hope they die. Oh, wow. Well, that's not going to kill anybody. Spray painting their no, legs. No, no, no. I mean, I don't even know if they were connected. These. I mean, two. I think you could spray paint someone's teeth, and it wouldn't. Count. No. And what if you know you're doing something to somebody uh, that's just a regular crime? You know, like uh, vandalism. I guess mm-hmm. this would be called a vandalism. Uh, yeah. She's graffiti. You know. I mean, tagging. like these. Yeah, tagging. You're you're an artist, and you know, 
if you stand in one place long enough in New York City, you're going to get tagged. Oh, know? yeah. Just, That's but, one uh, of the great things about New York. Yeah, getting... getting I mean, there's, like, people from... There's, like, hip-hop aficionados who from Japan mm-hmm. who come over here for the weekend just hoping to get spray-painted. If they don't, they're disappointed. Yeah. They haven't had that New York City experience. Um, and, and if somebody comes along while that's happening and says, oh, I hate Dominican bitches, I hope they die. No, this isn't a hate crime now. Just because yeah. somebody else is in, point. likes to see it happening, you know, it doesn't mean that that's there's true. some... And you know, she's just egging him on. You know, I mean, like, that's kind basically, of she's unrelated to the situation, as I yeah. see it. Uh, keep, yeah, do he, it, do it. He said, keep spraying or don't stop. Hey. I fucking hate Dominicans. Well, you know what? That guy turned around and he said, hey... I'm going to keep spray painting her legs, but not because she's Dominican. Right. And not because of your hate. Other passengers tried to take pictures. Now, see, now that's a hate crime. You're trying to photograph a crime in progress? Yeah. That's adding to the crime yeah. by, by publicizing it. It's kind of like... Promoting it. It's like a, kind of a form of revenge porn. You're, yeah. You're making, you're making what, what amounts to... A pornographic, violent movie, um, and uh, and ba- and based on you yeah. know a, a sad reality of the city, yeah, which is uh, that uh, people interfering with graffiti art, people interfering with graffiti art, exactly. Don't don't well, do it. One of the, the the greatest art forms, if not the greatest, it's not yeah, the it's, greatest. I mean, yeah, I mean, the yeah, greatest. It's sure. it's the greatest form of art um, because it's uh, now. There's another form of art that I also think is is just as great, great as graffiti art. That's break, when you break ta- dancing. <laughs> on the train needless to say uh yeah that's uh in the world of dance you know but like i was thinking of uh more traditional art forms like just taking an object and 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 taking it out of context and, and calling that art i, yeah. I think oh, that's sure. the finest form of art like a toilet say uh-huh you take it out of context yeah look it's art sure. you know, i love that i love that well that's like more you know. of that more of that <laughs> yeah well that type of thing i mean it's funny because I, it's kind of like when it was originally done, it was sort of like, ha ha, here's the joke. But then all these people were like, let's just keep doing that joke for the next 120 years. Right. They called it Dada, but it, but it was really, it was ha ha on us, yeah. you know, they Basically. thought. But, you know, now that it's become kind of a staple, you know, almost anything, truly anything can be art. The only thing that can't be art in that context, like if you take a painting out of context and say, well, now this is art, you know, because... Like if you take a painting and put it in the park? Right. Now it's not art anymore. Or if oh. you take or if you take it off the wall and you, and you, like, take a picture of it. What if you just have the toilet in the bathroom and you just, like, use it every no, day? No, not art. That's not art? You have to... If you could... I think you've got to move it a certain distance now. I guess it's up for debate, like, how far that has to be before it becomes art. How far out of the bathroom? I suppose you turned your to- you had your toilet installed facing the wall, so you couldn't really use it. <laughs> well, you mean <laughs> because the pipes are are not connected now and everything, or just because it's just facing the wall? Well, what makes it unusable? I would love to have a toilet that faced the wall like that. Yeah, but it's like right up against the wall, so like you can't put your you can't really sit on it. You very get into a weird kind of like straddle and. Yeah. Yeah. No, that would be no good. That would make it art, I guess. That would make it like Art Deco. It'd be interesting to start um, using the toilet, like str- like you know, a toilet that's positioned normally, to straddle it 
and like face the other way and be like, well, th- it's just more comfortable. This sort way. of that like Fonz way of sitting, like yeah. like sort of on the back of a chair. I yeah, was... yeah, yeah. Right, but to yeah. to sit on the toilet that way. I've never thought about doing that. Me neither. I wonder if it would be better. Well, it'd be better if somebody walked in. It would just be you just look over your shoulder. And <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, what's up? Uh, don't look at what you're about to see. They're scared, it says. They they don't want to risk their life, she said. Now, after one alleged passenger, uh, after one of alleged attacks, see, uh, they, they tried to take a picture. The woman told CBS they were probably nervous. They're scared. They don't want to risk their life. Who? After this attack, these passengers who were taking pictures. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't want... Oh, they, she was left with a rash on her leg, dizziness, vomiting, and a headache. Well, I mean... <laughs> Welcome to New York, bitch. Yeah, you know, part and parcel. <laughs> what I don't get is... um. <laughs> Why? I mean, I can understand that maybe you would get a rash. Maybe. Maybe. Why would you be nauseous and vomiting? Well, I guess because of this. I don't know if spray paint's that big a deal. It's is somehow it? seeped into her skin and sure, and sure. caused her to be sick. Look, I'm not trying to be mean. But what, do you want to sue this, the this, artist? You want to sue the artist for his art? That's what this, it is. This is the same community that, like, notoriously uses mercury and, like, as like a magic substance to rub into a newborn baby's head and like the most poisonous substance on earth. <laughs> yeah. That's great. So, you know, a little bit know on the gums maybe. For... <laughs> so I don't really know if uh, a little, uh, sp- I mean, let's not go overboard. I think that she just is trying to establish a, you yeah, know, a, a base okay, okay. to, to sue, to sue an artist for his art. Because yeah, she I mean, considers this obscene or something, or she fuck? considers this somehow an inconvenience. Whatever, a lot of that. Whatever happened to the First Amendment, yo? Yeah. Art is inconvenient sometimes, okay? And that's, I think, the message that that guy was probably trying to send. Now, an artist uh, not, is not involved in the following story. Security guard, rather. The 9-11 Museum attempted to, trafficking, uh, attempted to traffic multiple guns. He admitted to it. He admitted to trafficking multiple trafficking multiple guns into New York, uh, including quote assault style weapons. Prosecutor said, mm. uh, the guard Naquan Moore, guilty, hmm. pleaded guilty on Monday to trafficking more than twenty five guns from outside New York into oh, Manhattan. Was it from the Iron Pipeline? Yeah, possibly from the Iron Pipeline. He went down to Virginia or Kentucky he or laid one of those. pipe all the way back up. Oh, you know, Iron he did, Pipeline. Baby. Yeah, we're all those like damn all those damn gun lovers down there. Oh right, yeah. Like, yeah, that's they're that just down like there. you know, most of the economy of the South is, is guns. just based on selling guns to people in the north. They sell them back and forth sometimes with each other and, just and they like, swap and they Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, it's yeah, you're right about that. Most of the southern economy people, is made off the blood of people up north. Yeah, yeah of black people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kill the blacks is what they're yeah, saying. Yeah, basically it's like, here, take, t- this gun. take this gun, go up there, kill a black person, mm-hmm. and then I'll buy it back from you and sell it back to you again. Yeah, and I'll sell it to another guy who hasn't killed a black person yet Yeah, in another department. You right. know what I'm saying? Another well, and, police department. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then because, oh, and then, oh, you got in trouble and now you're going to jail? Well, guess what? I have money invested in the in the private prisons. Ha ha. And my cousin is a guard in that prison. Ha ha. We're making so much money off of you. Yeah. Take that. Take so th- that community. So this is how <laughs> the um, this is how slavery never really ended. Oh, yeah. Not even close. This, we're still profiting off the off of black bodies. <laughs> and what do they get? They get nothing like a zero. They get zero black bodies. You say, yes, black bodies. That 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 is a familiar and, and, and now this guy, uh, I believe, is working against his own, you know, he's unwittingly 
uh, you know, working with these uh, racists who are selling guns up here, 25 of them, you know, he probably just needed a, a little money and thought, hmm, how do I do this? You know, I mean, like, I'm not able to make a living as a guard at the 9-11 Museum. <sighs> they, you know, uh, so. and so he has to find a way. And, and, and of course... He's the one they get, of course. They're not after all the... Oh, you know. no, no, no. Hey, you know what? Um, this reminds me of a little um, a little ditty that I... Um, a ditty? Yeah, that I once heard. May I sing it? It's, it's very about, short. It's about chicken? <laughs> no, it's about... Oh, right, of course. This, I, is, I mean, not, this is not a joking time. Sorry. No, this What's, is serious. Okay. It goes like this. It's a serious ditty. Black bodies are the best. All white bodies should be laid to rest. White bodies should burn like toast. Black bodies are the ones that matter most. I hope it doesn't make your feelings shatter when I scream out that black lives matter. Mm. What do you think? I feel my my feelings are shattering. They are. It's like it's you predicted that because you know I have yeah, this yeah, innate yeah. kind of like ability to be preserved, you well, know, as it's a race. Because like white fragility. Yeah, it's for, exactly. And toxic masculinity. White fragility, toxic masculinity. Yeah. Yeah. For these things, I don't have an affinity. Oh, my God. You're going to fucking win a Pulitzer Prize. <laughs> Nobel G. <laughs> Naquan Moore was in the business of peddling illegal firearms in busy downtown New York, federal prosecutor Jeffrey Berman said. When individuals attempt to bypass the critically important system of licensing for lawful oh, ownership, yes. the result is a less safe society for all of us. And that is hearts in the right place, I guess. Uh, who, the, the god Naquan? Yeah, no, well, Naquan and Berman, I think, you know. I mean, Berman is, you well, know, he's just laying it out there, you know, like, hey, we don't want to be unsafe, uh, so, you know. We let, don't me point, these... let me point, let me, let me just point let something me, out to you. Let me, let me break this down for you. I need it broken down. Okay. In New York State... If you're on parole, if you're a felon and you're on parole, hammer time. You're not supposed to get to vote. Until now, Governor Cuomo the other day said, "Executive order. Executive order. I'm going to par- give conditional pardons to all my brothers. Yeah, he has who are brothers. out on parole and who want to exercise the franchise, who want to vote. Yeah." That's right. So some people were be saying... Be counted. Stand up and be counted. Yes. So some people were saying, well, why doesn't he um, extend that to people in jail, too? Hmm. And you know what? I, I So I was saying, you know what? Yeah. Yeah, sure. But here's the problem. Let's just think about people on parole. Hmm. There's a lot of rights they don't have. They don't have the right to leave the state. They hmm. don't have the right of assembly. They're not like if they you're can't on assemble. Well, if you're on parole, you're not allowed to go hang out with other people on parole. You're not allowed to hang out with um, other people who are criminals. Can you go hang out with like uh, you know a bunch of people who are criminals but haven't been convicted? Well, not necessarily. Um, they can put all kinds of restrictions on you, yeah. and you know what? What you they can you say? You can't own a gun either. Well, that's the main thing. You do not have. You lose your Second Amendment rights. So, in a sense, this guy, Naquan, he was just trying to, you know, he's a civil libertarian. Take it back. Take, take it, back. it back. You got to shut it down and take it back. And he's trying to shut it down. Who shut shit down? We shut shit down. Black bodies need guns. Black bodies want to vote. Black bodies. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, the uh, cult Nexium, based in Albany, the leader... Keith Rainier, 
busted at a $10,000 a week villa in Mexico. According to prosecutors, he's a sex trafficker. He's accused of sex trafficking and forced labor. The victims, a stable of female sex slaves, including actress Allison Mack, who is a high-ranking slave and recruiter, one of Rainier's two unindicted co-conspirators. Other notable victims include actress Catherine Oxenberg's daughter, India. Yeah, nice, huh? Mm. Did you see this Mack girl? She's kind of pretty. Mm. And she just got arrested. Oh, they got her now. Yes, she's arrested and charged with, like, I don't know, sex slavery or some shit. Well, it says she's a high-ranking slave. Yeah, so but, she must. So, I mean, she must have slave underlings. Yes, it's like the um, pyramid scheme of slavery. Pyramid, it's like those guys on Seventh uh, Avenue that we got into the little altercation with. Oh, uh, really? Well, no, but they said that we were going to be their slave. <laughs> oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, wait, our future is to be their slave. That's uh, our grandparents, our grandchildren. Yeah, I'm not looking forward to that, but I'm also not. You're also not it. looking ba- back to it, right? Because it's going to happen exactly I'm not throughout looking, time. I'm also not doing that. Yeah, so. <laughs> It's, you know, uh, being a slave, there could be worse. And being a sex slave, you know, I mean, that, that's the cushy job. That's the house job. Some people probably want to be sex slaves. Yes, they do. They obviously, they join up to be. That's what Nexium's all about. I being guess. a sex slave. Are there any men in this group except for the, the leader? Well. Well. <laughs> this I don't know, but I, I'd say that there must be. I'm not so sure. He has a stable of them, female sex slaves. Probably not. I think that most of the men go, oh, wait, I got to do what? <laughs> mm. what? So why we all get sex slaves together? No, just you, okay? Yeah, well, it's kind of like, I mean, the they thing, need someone to be the piss boy. That's one of the things about the Manson family. Is Equal opportunity. Everyone was a sex slave. Oof. Every, like everybody had, had to give up that dick. Give up that ass. You had to give up that ass to Charlie if mouth. he wanted it. Jesus Christ. Um, you know, Tex, you tell me Tex Watson? Probably. I think I think Charlie would say, would have said, like, this, Look is, at this, your is, game, girl. this is how you get out of the ego swamp. <laughs> Got to, you know, that's a, he, he would have said, like, this is oh, the garbage <laughs> dump. Oh. <laughs> um, it's beautiful music. The I other think. interesting thing about the Mansons, the Manson family. Oh. The, the the dogs ate before the women. Yeah, the dogs eat first, and then the women eat. Dogs, Again, then the women, and the men would eat first. And the then men the would eat, then the dogs, then the women. And in a way, it's good because it it taught the women like humility, well, and charity. Otherwise, women will never have that. I mean, they do need to have it taught. Well, apparently they get all that. You always hear about these cults with some guy running the whole show. Mm. And all these women, hot women, seem like happy to sign up. So, you know. It's it's not really rocket science. You join the cult. You're in the cult. Now you deal with the cult, right? Why is this exactly... You know, an issue for, uh, for a legal issue, I should say. Um, you know, you know what, what I mean. Why is this? Why is the? Why are the police involved here? Uh, it's kind of a good question, actually. I mean, it sort of seems like. Well, I mean, were were people being? I mean, it's not like people were being. Were not allowed to leave their houses and stuff. Were they? I mean, look, I they were in the it. cult. They yeah. kind of signed up. That is the deal. I think you actually have a very good point there. Uh, and 
Well, you know what? They're, they're going to get some women who are going to be like, I had no idea they were going to brand me. Oh, I didn't want to be branded. <laughs> I just wanted to be in a cult. <laughs> I just want, I didn't mind being a sex slave. Ooh. Hey, how are you? Pat Dixon. I hope you're enjoying the show. Uh, you know, I don't know if you ever noticed, we don't have any ads on this show because we don't get to control where they go. They want them at the beginning of the show. I like the beginning a certain way. You, it, There's a lot of reasons, you know. Why should you have to listen to some bullshit about Sherry's Berries or something, you know, just because you're trying to find out what's going on in New York City crime. So, look, uh, this show's supported through Patreon.com. Go to Patreon.com slash PatDixonNYC. Patreon.com slash PatDixonNYC. You get rewards. You get more content. You, you, you get different stuff. And it's a little something for you and a little something for me. And everybody's well, happy. Well, we got a, a, a bit of a, uh, a, you know, we're always offering advice to people. And uh, offering to uh, become involved in their lives and to, yeah. to discuss it. So, uh, and, and through, you know, interpretations, that's, now I always say I'll interpret anything. Yes. And so now uh, that we've also offered just general relationship advice recently. And well, we have a taker. No shit. We do. He's a 19-year-old from a rural, uh, from a rural place in Britain. Wait, wait, he actually gave us his name? Well, he, of course he gave me his name. I mean, uh, he, he, he said it right in the email. Maybe I should just, maybe I should just say... Yeah. Okay, so from hence on, forget that I said that other thing. Wait, wait, we have a listener? We have a listener named... Uh, wait. He's a 19-year-old, and he says he's from a rural backwater place in Britain. Because there is someone named... Like... Stop saying the name. A... He's a comic book writer and film director, kind of a well-known guy. Mm-mm. I don't think this is him. No. This guy's 19. Okay. Okay, so we have a taker. It's... A 19-year-old from a rural backwater place in Britain, he says. Where? Where is it? Well, um, I, I'm sure that he'll... he'll. Uh, right now, he's in Plymouth. As he says, okay, oh, he says... Uh, this is the way he describes it. So he says, I've listened to your podcast for quite a few years. I've always intended to email you. However, I always delay to do other things in life. However, I'm currently... Well, he says he's intoxicated. Uh, whilst visiting my parents... Uh, my, my partner's grandparents, rather, in a coastal city called Plymouth. And I thought... His partner? What the yeah, fuck? Well, see, we'll get to that. We'll get to all these things. Okay. Now, okay. And, and there's no, he said there's no better time to email you. So he says, uh, thank you uh, ever so much for the hilarious content you continuously provide me. And he says it, it honestly makes my week. I currently nothing. live with my partner, visit my family once a week. There's nothing I'd rather do than turn on your, your podcast, listen to you both. So it really brings a light to my day. I'm gravely, greatly thankful. He said, I remember you saying about not having any questions uh, regarding interpreting what someone says. And the thing I personally struggle with is paranoia with my partner due to previous cheating. I do not believe at all my current partner would do anything like that. However, uh, when they go uh, out for an evening. When they go? What the fuck is this? He's just referring to the person. It's just he's keeping it generic. You know, when they go for, when they when they go out for an evening, it personally just really disturbs me. Mm-hmm. I was hoping to be able to hear your advice on how to deal with such matters and generally pull yourself together to not destroy the future over a past that cannot be changed. Um, he also says, uh, thank you very much again. And, um, you know, uh, if you get through this rambling, thank you. I'm greatly appreciative for time, et cetera, et cetera. Now, I wrote back, and I'm going to get to that in a minute, but I just now found his follow-up here because I asked him for a little bit more information. Oh. And uh, he said, well, uh, and it was an extensive reply. He didn't really expect a detailed response. Uh, but uh, so regarding my story, uh, he'd rather 
my name not be included in any discussion. Oof. <laughs> can we can we edit that? Part? Nope, we can't edit it. Shit. It's going. It's going. This is already. This has already gone out. <laughs> oh man! No, it hasn't we're gone sorry, out. But it will. We're sorry, and it will contain your name. No, we're, that's fine. Okay, I see. You, you, I'm glad. I'm glad he mentioned that before. Yeah. I only wish that would have mentioned it uh, in the first letter. Well, we can say. No, he says no. Can't say it. <laughs> you need to use a little more. His name is. He's okay. So he's always his name is. I'd happily oblige and give you a more in-depth story, as it is the latest. It's the least I owe you for all you have given me. Okay, it's, this is starting to feel like it's going to cook into a little argument. Yeah. Uh, no. Not really. But for a little bit of context, I'm currently training for a job which will provide a stable, well-paying career with my partner, male. Okay. And his okay. parents. All right. It, all right. See, that's this is what was bothering me, Pat. Yeah. It's like if you're if you're gay, that's fine. Just tell us. But you can't be like coy and be like. Well, my partner and I, it's like it matters if you're gay or if you're straight. Well, so if we you can said figure it, it out. If you said it in the United States, I would go, oh, he's gay. But in, in backwater England, I don't know if that's just what they say. No. I mean, I've no, I've met guys who introduce women as their partner. Yeah, but they're gay. <laughs> it's like a very gay thing to do. But the thing is, okay, so it's a male that he's worried about. All right, fine. Okay, yeah, and, and, and it's an obvious answer then. He's cheating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's he, no paranoia there. He's cheating. He's he's, he's definitely fucking everybody. Yeah, I mean, there's no question. Right. That just settles it. Okay. Wow, this is great, though. I'm really encouraged. We have a 19 year old uh, homosexual listener in England. In England, isn't oh, that great? It's pretty cool. That is as gay as gay gets. In England and gay. Yeah. That is super gay. Well, so the guy, well, I mean, he... Which is awesome. Which is awesome. It's so awesome to have that kind of... I'm so happy to know that. With a woman, if she's going Thank out... Thank you very some, much. If she's going out somewhere, sure, there's part of you that's you're thinking, like, is she really just a whore? <laughs> but yeah. if it's a gay guy, it's like, oh, yeah. he Like, if he goes to the gas station and comes back five minutes late, you know that he was like... If he comes back five minutes later... Yeah. You know, he's, <laughs> right. I live with my partner and his parents, and uh, it will be a minimum of around two years until we purchase our own property. I have. Wait, this guy's like really. Uh, hold on, hold on, don't judge. I'm sorry. No, no. I think it's it's great, but it's he's like really. Um, he's planned his he's life. He's on the track. I mean, right, shit. right. Yeah, when, he's on the. When ball. I was 19, I wasn't like in two years I will be a property owner. Well, it's at a minimum of around two years, but he's still thinking ahead. I didn't have a five year plan or a two year plan or a week, a one I mean, week do plan. Do you now? No. Yeah. Why bother now? It's over. <laughs> <laughs> Time for planning. The planning stage. Well, he's smart. Was that he's smart, and and that's what you're yeah. saying. So he says, I've I've been in one other serious relationship with a female who unfortunately had quite a few problems, like not having a dick, for instance. Yeah, right. <laughs> there was a physical infidelity on on three occasions, and only after the third did it push me to ending it all. Yeah, and becoming gay. As I was very young and self-conscious and didn't believe I could do any better. Oh, my goodness. That's too, that's sad. Oh, man. As well as the horror of dealing with the dramatic change of circumstances after a breakup, and spe- like, especially in this case. Oh, I thought like when he entered puberty. Oh, uh, well, that's that would be probably <laughs> yeah, about right. right. <laughs> Currently, I have worked through the majority of, of the difficulties. However, I would love to hear about how you found it appropriate to deal with such circumstances, primarily how to develop the ability to trust. I have made great strides in this ability, though, uh, not without difficulty. 
I understand what you said about see I said I said about living life and enjoying your youth and he's commenting on that oh. and he said and I can appreciate what you mean for me personally it feels more natural to settle down and focus on the future and this is aided by us both being staunchly conservative and as traditional in that sense as two faggots can be. Okay. <laughs> well, at least he's like... He has a sense of humor. There, I, I, you know what? Let me just say right up. I um, like the conservative aspect there's of, a lot like, of keeping it, you know, just like together. There are a lot of gay conservatives. Right. It's, it's a but myth. But culturally, it's culturally conservative, too. I, I get it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not just conservative, like, you know, politically, politically but, he's, yeah. but he's like, we are, we're really, we want to keep it just, you know, tight. Yeah. Keep that ass tight. Yeah. Regarding jealousy in a relationship, I'm sure that is something everyone experiences. Mm. But it would be good to hear how someone with a few more years of life experience and how they have dealt with such wow. How often do you hear that? Never. I know, right? That is a rare thing. This is a very, very no, wise. No, nobody ever like um has ever uh suggested to me that they could benefit from my exper- my my years of experience. No one's ever come to me and been like Seth, you're you're sort of wise. Yeah, you've been around a you've little bit. Around. I mean, you've what's what's you've got the dark secret? What's curly the, hair? What's and, the secret to it all? Yeah, what's how can I be like? How do I get that hair? How do I be more like you? Never, never. I appreciate that so much. He said, "Thank you once more for your time," and uh, he says he has a clunky and fractious form of writing. I don't agree. And uh, he called it clunky and fractious, fractured. Oh, fractured. Jeez, this guy's very poetic. So, yeah, without even knowing it. I wonder what kind of line of work he's going into. Probably a professional poet. Yeah. Uh, now, I told him a great number of things here because, uh, and, and I geared it towards a response about a female, uh, more Uh-oh. so. Although I did say, now I don't know if this is male or female. You say partner. I don't know if that's just an England thing. So, uh, and that's really all I have experience with. I don't, I think that, that male male relationships are just necessarily different yeah. in, in some way, you know. Can't I mean, help like, you, kid. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> like, I know Seth and I trust each other completely, uh, as yeah, partners, but you know. Sometimes you've gone and had somebody else on the podcast, and well, like you had that guy last week. Genus or whatever, get penis, Genus, 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 rather, Genus, and and, and, uh, and you, you had know. him on the podcast. Okay, and then you do I need like, to talk oh, about uh, what? You, a, what a great! Haven't oh. you hosted other podcasts? Why we've brought this up, right? Don't you uh, take part in some? Yeah. That's oh, I'm work. the host of this That's show. That's with my work, right? Okay, and <laughs> right. there's nothing I can. Okay, okay, fine. All right, let's just like drop it. All right, let's focus on. <laughs> excuse me, this person without a name. Um. Listen, I've I've got a bunch of gay friends, um, and it's interesting because why did you make quote marks when you said that? Like gay friends? Oh, oh, they're gay. They're definitely gay. Okay, well, I just was um, wondering. No, so I know a bunch of like. Now it's interesting. Like I've known some gay people who consider it sort of normal to have sex with 20 or 25 different people a week. Uh, that would not be these two. I've known gay guys who, but for them, like, what is, like, I knew a gay guy who was like, well, yeah, but what is it when faggots have sex? It's just like desultory kind of fumblings. It's not really like... Talk about a poet. Yeah, just like, you know, 
crawling under a, I've had it with your desultory fumblings. Crawling under a bathroom partition and sort of jerking off or getting a blow. So I feel you know, like you're going back to like the late sixties, early seventies no, for these references. This, this shit happens all the time. But and I've also known gay guys who are um wear sweaters and play chess. And in long term committed relationships where you know, Barry and I are very happy. Yeah, just where like there's, that. There's no, you know, fooling around outside. Yeah, yeah. So you've so there's both. a there's a bro- a wide spectrum. Really, it's only one guys, of two. You're really I one know of gay two. guys who never have sex and just stare at, like, just worship the feet of some of like the principal dancer in the American Ballet Theater. Those are guys that are in the closet. No, not in the closet. Really? Absolutely out, but just like, you know, total just, freakazoid. Just shy. So, yeah, I guess. Anyway, so um, I guess there's a broad spectrum. So I guess my answer is to our friend in well, we, And because we don't know yeah. what exactly. See, I was wondering what it was that brought about the suspicion. Mm. You know, what is it that sets you off? What is it that triggers you? Well, that bitch is he that went out with before. Right, I know. But I mean, like, what? so now when he finds himself feeling, you know, that like, oh, is something going on here? You know, what is it? And, and why aren't you going out together? Why do you have to, why does one go out, one stays home? Because he's so conservative and he's working on his, um, he's studying He's trying hard to buy to property be, in a couple of years. He's right? studying hard to become a TV repairman. Mm-hmm. So he can't be, I don't think that's it, but he uh, <laughs> he can't be out, uh, you know, gallivanting. Uh, I, I wonder about that. Like, sometimes people need time apart. I know that, that myself, I, I love it when my wife leaves. Oh, yeah. I mean, being married yes. is a position of kind of like, you know, you almost hope something goes wrong. You know, like, if I find out she's cheating on me, I'd be like, Fuck awesome you know what i mean like on some level like i love being with her but if it it's like wow okay if you you wanted to fuck around with that guy then you're not who i thought you were yeah but suppose it turned out she was um (laughs) fucking around with like a real good friend or something um yeah or like your employer well you know that would be (laughs) that would be really what what have you heard by the way (laughs) uh I don't like I don't like the idea of it happening, but if it did, it'd be you have to. I think that the important thing, or like your dad, it's like it's not complicated. (laughs) They don't even get along that well. Uh, When uh, maybe that's a sign, Mm. sparks. When uh, I think here's what I think is key about all this stuff, and this is like this is real. I think that like when you have a uh, when when you when when you're where you're supposed to be in life. Then you uh, don't care really if if that if they cheat on you then they do you might care you might be like but you just realize that you're gonna be okay either way I think that's the kind of knowledge that you want to get you're gonna be fine that like if that happens then that's a failing on their part that's not right. on your part yes yes absolutely not your fault but here's the thing um, he is racked with I think what he has is the the, the what he's really the writing PSD, about the PSD, B- P- P- is that what it's called? P- Post traumatic stress disorder. PTSD. PTSD. Well, yeah. he's dealing with like the the obs- saying my initials over and over. Let me let me tell. Let me, I think I know, I think I actually can help this guy. Okay. Because what he's dealing with is not like something that's real. It's just like his his thoughts. Yeah. And his concerns. But we don't know that. We don't know it's not real. We don't know that. But whether but it is, there's a certain like essential ambiguity to human relations, and. 
you know what? You don't know. So let's just say, give it up. And you know what you have to do? You have to turn to God. Only God can relieve obsessive thinking. What, what about Satan? It, Satan can do it if, too. If you want to call Satan your God, that's fine. <laughs> so in that case, there's, so you're saying there's no duality there. It's just like, it's not a binary God-Satan thing. Make it a God of your own understanding. And if your God of your own understanding is Satan, which I strongly recommend... Then you use Satan. The God the of my power understanding. Of Satan. The God of my understanding, whom I choose to call Satan. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um, is a really deplorable, horrible <laughs> being. No, but uh, ask God to remove the obsession to think about it. That's my suggestion. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, that, that I, ask ask God to do that, and ask God to do God that can't repeatedly. Do, I, I'm not sure God is really interested in doing a lot of things mm-hmm. for humans, but I think that's one thing. If you ask God to remove this one thing, this one thing, which is actually the only thing that matters, for which gay, is having like. having a clear mind. Oh, sure. What else matters in life except having a clear mind? Well. Having a full stomach, having okay. empty balls. Okay, yes, but you can. Those are all problems, intestinal situations blockage. you can deal with. You have to have a. Cl- I'd rather have a clear intestinal tract than a clear mind. Granted, granted, but those are things that you can probably take care of in the world by yourself, largely. Yeah, without. It. I mean, I'm know, just saying, God diet is not, has a lot God to do is with not going to come in and like uh, build you a house or make you uh, buy you some property, buy you some property, move get, you out of your partner's parents' house. Right. He's not going to do these things. He's not going to get you your dog grooming license all by all without doing all this research that you're all the studying. Right. You have to do that part. However, if you ask God, he will remove obsessive thinking. Right. I'm convinced of that. I think that that's the one thing that we can ask of God. If, if he doesn't and, rage at him. Sure. Rage at God. But really, that is, uh, like, as you grow older, you will find that the only thing that really matters is to have a tranquil mind. And I think, like, Buddha would agree. That's the only thing that matters in life. Tranquility of mind. It's the only thing you can control. If you can control it, why do you need to ask God? Because you can't really control it. Because you can't control it. And neither can God. Only Satan. (laughs) Well, if Satan... The God of my understanding. (laughs) (laughs) I had a I, I had a wife, first wife. We worked together at a restaurant. Before we worked there together, she worked there, and and the, at this restaurant they wore short skirts and they would hula hoop on the bar. Oh, nice! And uh, it was playful. It was it was family. And uh, there was a guy there named Nathan, and she I, his name started coming up a lot, you know. Mm. And I was like, oh, you talk about this Nathan a lot, you sure. know? And so it was a source of a little bit of friction. And then she said Nathan asked her to go to the movies. I'm like, really? The movies. Mm-hmm. I was like, why would he do that? You know, and she's like, well, friends go to movies together, Pat. All right. It's not that big a deal. It's fine. It's right. friends. Yeah. Come on. Get over it. Get right. over yourself and stop obsessing on this. And I was like, OK, well, he's married, Nathan. I go, well, <laughs> I go, does he uh, is he going to tell his wife about this movie date? Yeah. She goes, I don't know. How should I know? I said, friends what? go to the movies. I said, not, ask- friends don't ask their friends if they ask their wives if they can go to the movies. <laughs> right, exactly. So she was like, it had occurred to her. So she asked, and he's like, uh, uh, no. reluctantly, no. He told her he's not going to tell the wife. And I said, well, there you go. Why should I have to bear this information? And she doesn't. Yeah. You know, you think I'm going to like fucking? So is your wife was your wife kind of an idiot? Yes. And I'm not trying to be rude. No, but kind of an idiot. Well, no, not kind of an idiot. 
plenty smart, but she's an idiot in that way that all women are. And that, yeah. like, I have no idea what his motives are. Oh, don't be crazy. He's just why, nice to me. Why would he w- want to sleep with me? That's what I'm saying. Is it like, I mean, I, I don't know if he does or not, and I don't care because I'm not going to sleep with him, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> See, this is where the Muslims ultimately are right. Yeah. And why ultimately they're going to triumph and the West will will fall to them because we listen to the women yeah we we because we cannot go along with their with their way of looking at things it's not right it's just totally fucked up and backwards (laughs) and it leads to like the collapse of civilization yeah fewer babies being born this guy may actually be right being gay maybe you know i mean like you gotta look the problem is with that is that like whether it's right or wrong Attraction isn't a choice, so you have to, like, you know, follow your muse as far as that goes. I mean, like, yeah. we're all thinking with our dicks on the on the ultimate level because it's That's not true. a choice, you know? I mean, like, it's a, it's a divining rod that searches for whatever it wants to, like, go whatever, into. Whatever. Same with women. Divining rod that seeks seeks out something wet. Like a, like a moist, like, strip of moss at the base of a 6 a.m. oak. Yeah. In the woods. Yeah. Just a, just a nice little fucking green patch of... Moundy, rank, pubic, stinky, that wet, silty, fucking soft mud. Uh, when you draw mud, you're a little too deep. <laughs> yeah, That's right. one thing I do know. Uh, well, I hope that was helpful. <laughs> 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 yeah, get get your house in order. And uh, you hear a Rod's nephew held for ransom <laughs> in a Lamborghini deal gone bad in the in the Dominican Republic. In Midtown Manhattan. Oh, fuck. Nephew of former New York Yankees uh, star Alex Rodriguez held for ransom Wednesday night at a Midtown Manhattan hotel after a botched luxury car deal. Yeah, his nephew is uh, 29-year-old Noberto Susini. And, uh, yeah, I mean, if you're going to be held for ransom a Marriott, this you could do This has got to be one of these things where, like... They met, and then nobody was expecting it to become a kidnapping. They were just like, "No, you're you're not leaving until exactly until you pay us back the deposit we gave you of thirty five thousand dollars." Right. That's what they wanted back, and so now they decided sudden, not to buy it. They're facing fifteen years in prison for kidnapping, yeah. and uh, yeah, and they just all they wanted. Look, it's thirty five grand. However, this is your life we're talking about, guys. You know, it's Anthony uh, Gilks, thirty years old, and uh, Lehman Vusatovic. Lamine Vuzatovic. So they gave him $35,000 and they're like, yeah, we'll give you the other $150,000. When we get the car. other Much more than that. A $600,000 car. What? $600,000 Lamborghini. Maybe they thought they were getting ripped off. Maybe maybe it shouldn't cost that much. I don't know what a Lamborghini cost. So they were like, forget it. You said it was an 08. 08? I don't know. Say it was an 08. Oh, 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 I see what you mean. That's them talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah he met up with uh, prospective uh, buyers, these two, uh, like, as I mentioned before. And he, uh, they met in, uh, I guess they met in Times Square, and then they drove him to a Marriott Marquis. And they got there. He tried to pump the brakes on the deal. Vusatovic did. He demanded Sassini return the deposit he put down on the Lambo. And then they allegedly held Sassini against his will inside the hotel room. So, yeah, I mean, uh, you can't get physical on these things. No, it's you just can't. Like, it's kidnapped. I wonder if it was like A-Rod's old Lamborghini and he gave it to his nephew. Yeah, whatever you do, don't sell it. <laughs> <laughs> well, if he was like, he was like, yeah, I got a new one. So he gave him his old, and so this, the nephew he was trying to catch. sell it. Yeah, right? Something like that. I mean, A-Rod is fucking rich. Yeah, sure he is. He got like 
what did he get like a 400 million dollar contract with the Yankees or some something something like that like crazy money yeah the guy loaded nothing to him like a Lambo like an old Lamborghini Lambo schmambo I, I, he gives it away the way I would be like if I had a nephew I'd be like oh here's a pair of uh some corduroys that I <laughs> that a little worn out but still good <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you could wear these for another six months. Dude, I mean, you know, if you don't mind holes in the knees, <laughs> these are still pretty good. See, a pit bull stopped. Uh, a pit stop saves a pit bull on the tracks. How about that? A subway oh. operator, he pulled out all the stops to save a pit bull on the L train tracks. That's in violent Brooklyn on Monday. Slowing to a snail's pace and then following the dog for nine stations until to- co-workers Come on! <laughs> nine stations on the L? Can you imagine being on that fucking train? I I would not tolerate it. I would, I would just I, be like full speed ahead. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to get off at this stop. I, I wonder if the dog was making the stops too. It's like waiting. How, you know, how did the dog not like um, go on the third rail? Well, you know, I mean, he's a, pit bulls. You know, they they are. Can I tell you instinct? Something? They got instinct. Um, my wife and I got a dog recently, as as I've told you, a couple months ago, and we got it at the pound, like animal control. Mm-hmm. Um. It's, it's a uh, cockapit, right? Mm, yeah, a, a pity poo. It's a it's a um it's a part pit, part um part poodle, part uh part lab, part um papillon, part papillon. That's, yeah, that's, no. that's, that's, <laughs> <laughs> it's a pitter pat. Um, no, it's like a little terrier of some sort. It's but a very nice little dog. Let me tell you, when you go to the pound, I would say about three quarters of the dogs there are um cheating on their partners, pit bulls. There's a lot of pit bulls. Yeah. A lot of... A lot of secondhand pit bulls nobody wants. <laughs> yeah. Because they and don't I'll want their you, baby to be eaten. Some of them, with like the red ticket on the door, like do not handle, do not... Like only the most experienced people can talk to it. Right. Like they really looked kind of like... The ones that are smoking. <laughs> They're actually smoking I mean, back there. I mean, it seems that pit bulls maybe have something wrong, like that they're wired wrong. Well, they're wired to do a job... Which is to take a bowl down, you know. That was where they come from. They were uh, used in uh, farming and or ranching or something, and then they uh, uh, they bred these dogs to like jump up, grab these fucking bulls by the nose, and ride them to the ground. So that's a tough breed, you know. Yeah, and then and then they've further been abused and 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 turned into killers by uh, being bred to fight. So a lot of them got some fighter in them. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, I believe... It's a dog that fights a lot. He probably fucks a lot, too, because he's like, that's a desirable fucking piece of I animal. I used to see uptown, like, in, like, guys would walk around with their pit bulls on a big chain, and, like, they would, you know, naturally they wouldn't have them spa- neutered or whatever. Mm-mm. So I would think, like, did these guys go home and kind of, like, fondle their dog's balls? Someone has got to do it. You know what I mean? You got to jerk that dog off or he's going to be a real problem. I guess so. I was beeping the horn and yelling at the track <laughs> workers. <laughs> There's a dog on the track, said operator Ernest McLean, you dickhead, who trailed the pooch in its 3.2-mile journey. What the fuck? Couldn't they just, like, call, get somebody to, like, get the goddamn dog off the track? I want to see the dog die, he said. I want to see the dog die. So they took him to wear a fucking, you know, red label and sit in a cage. Yeah, right. Where nobody will adopt him. And they also, like, they lie about those dogs because everybody has that attitude. They don't want to see a dog die. 
They want that less. That they would rather adopt a dog out under false pretenses that it's a safe fucking domestic animal than than like because uh, they really believe that dogs are misjudged. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's uh, I've heard this. <laughs> In the meantime, of all dog, of all like fatal dog attacks that result in death like two-thirds of them are pit bulls only the ones that are reported it's over reporting <laughs> it's right. true there's a lot of like um pitter pets that are attacked mauling their um oh yeah yeah the cockapoos and the, the and the uh you know uh, what do you call them a golden retrievers golden oh, doodles okay. like or yeah the the uh the poodle dobes the dober poos pugs the um German Shepherd poos. Anything with anything with a poodle is a poo, right? Sure. Or a, or or a noodle. Yeah. By the time he reached the Morgan Avenue station, he realized the dog had a limp. Oh my god, a limp! By the time he reached the Morgan Avenue station, he realized the dog was actually a bag. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh shit! I gotta get these glasses. <laughs> Check. I didn't want it to die. It was, it was fucking, actually. It turned leaf. out it was just a, it was just a plastic bag that got a little breeze. That's why it only went a few feet ahead of us. Oh boy, it all makes sense now. I'll retire. There's an upstate uh, police department. Uh, oh boy, forget that story. That's retarded. Fatality in a Bronx blaze. Late night fire tearing through a Bronx apartment. That's going to wind up. Oh, I thought you meant somebody was wearing a blazer. Yeah, and, and he was wearing a blazer and he was killed in the blazer. In a Bronx blazer. <laughs> they go up there. It's just called a Bronx blaze. Here, an eatery, an eatery gal was attacked. Don't you hate it when an eatery gal gets attacked? Yeah. Cops found a naked, bruised woman locked inside a midtown eatery. They're hunting for a former co-worker who allegedly attacked and robbed her. Of her all her clothes, the 42-year-old woman called 911 early Monday to report the attack inside Via Italia on West 46th Street between Fifth and Sixth Avenues. Mm. So. Uh, yeah, I've been by there. It's a good place. Yeah, nice place. Everyone minds their business. <laughs> <laughs> it's perfect for this. <laughs> After the NYPD's emergency service unit removed the locks, cops found the woman bruised and lying naked on the floor. It got hard. What? Uh, the later uh, they later found. Wait, so the guy locked her in? He locked her in naked and bruised. Yeah, they later found her clothing in a basement bathroom. She told officers she was just naked because it got warm in there. Probably she told officers that her attacker, a former coworker, stripped her and urinated on her before he took her watch and bracelet and fled. That yeah. was when the yeah they were just it was like a this is what you call a uh, lovers spat a, a hookup gone bad. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. You think so? Yeah, because I mean you know yeah but. I mean, you strip her and urinate on her, you know. This guy must be big. Uh, this guy's going to get caught. I mean, why would you? I mean, you know who he is. Oh, you know who he is? Well, she knows who he is. Former coworker. I mean, yeah, I know. that's what well, you that's mean, my right? point. Yeah, that's what like, I'm saying. Why yeah. would you? I mean, it just seems dumb to do something like that. Like, even if you really, even if you're co here, here's some more advice for everybody, okay? Word of advice. If you're really hot for your coworker and she doesn't give you the time of day or she laughs at you or she makes fun of you don't strip her and pee on her or beat her up yeah because she knows who you are it's going to be really easy to catch you yeah 
They, they're going to have records. They're going to know your address. Even if you've quit the job already. It doesn't matter. They know they'll fi- find you. They're even very... Look, if you want to pee on her, even then. Even if you want to pee on her. Just, you know what? If you really want to do it, just pee on your own self. Pee on her in the privacy of her own grave, you know? <laughs> I mean, so that she can't talk if, to the police If you afterwards. really want to pee on someone, go pee on yourself. Pee on somebody your own size, you know? Yeah. Pee on, you know, pee on a... It's kind of interesting. There's no easy way to pee on so... Oh, you know what you could do? You could go to the... You could just go to a restroom, a public restroom, and while you're urinating, mm-hmm. just stand there until someone comes next to you... And strips. And then, and, and then go... Then turn suddenly to them and say, What? <laughs> <laughs> and then you could pee on them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, the result's probably going to be the same. This is the thing. Even though they can tell, maybe, was that an accident? It doesn't matter that much. <laughs> oh, this... Now, at the end of the week, uh, the, a, a, a surprise spectator showed up on Tuesday. Oh, that's the beginning of the week. Uh, we, we have the results of the Oslin Ortega trial. Yeah, but before you get to that, this gay guy I know told, told me about uh, some kind of party where... <laughs> <laughs> There's a bathtub, and this guy just sits in it, and people just come and pee on him throughout the whole party. Oh, I've heard of that kind. It's called an old King Cole. Is that true? Yeah. <laughs> Why? I don't know. Is that really what they call it? No. Oh. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> it's yes. pretty good, though, right? Yeah, We're having an old King Cole. Come on over. Uh, can you imagine? Um. Yeah, but go ahead. All right. Uh, okay. Yeah, well, it's oh, hard to. So, uh, so the jury's like that's a little salacious. <laughs> so, let's put this in your mind now. <laughs> Speaking of tubs, Yaslin Ortega murdered two kids in one, and uh, she is guilty of those murders. Good segue. Uh, yeah, her prosecutors are, uh, are have 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 decided. Uh, you know, well, they, you know, they decided a long time ago. They they said she's guilty of murder, and the, the and jurors have come was. back and said, you know what. She's she might be crazy, not crazy enough. It took like six and a half years to get this bitch tried. No kidding, since 2012. Yeah, yeah, she's been, uh, you know, on ice Stringing and, it and out. in trial. Stringing you know, it stringing out. it out, and she is convicted uh, of murder, and she will go to, you know, I guess she'll be sentenced to 25 to life oh, uh, for for each. You think she's going to go to jail? Well, you know what? A uh, lot of the time they just we do don't t- know. time served. Time served. <laughs> In this case, it would be significant. I guess you'll get time served on this, right? 19 more years then? No, 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 no. Oh, you think that If she gets include... out in 25 years. I don't think they're going to... Well, she's 50-something, so I mean, you know. If, they're, if they can release a cop killer in 45 years when he's 70, which they tried to do, Herman Bell of the, of the BLA, yeah. which uh, they, they put a stop on that, and we don't know how that's going to turn out. Thanks to everybody who uh, watched the uh, Ralph... Uh, the Ralph Friedman special that we put up. On yeah, Cop I saw you. Had, I saw free. you had a, a a petition. Yeah, a petition. Absolutely. Yeah, um, absolutely a petition uh, in order to uh, try and prevent yeah. them, you know, him from getting I didn't, out. That's I didn't. Very, sign, very I didn't upsetting. sign the petition. No, I know because you're Black Lives Matter. You know, you're you're BLM to the BLM BLA. What's the difference, right? Blam. <laughs> um, <laughs> you're all about blam. So. Uh, I no, I didn't sign it because I'm a journalist, and journalists aren't allowed to do that. Really? Oh shit! Don't I feel silly then? You're, we're not allowed. Well, the, 
Uh, yeah, we're not allowed to sign. I had no. Uh, I should learn the petitions. rules of journalism. But you know, yeah. I'm a little above the rules of journalism because I think that you know, before a journalist, I'm also an American citizen, mm-hmm. and I think I deserve to be counted. Uh, Morgan Friedman's uh, da- granddaughter was killed by her crazy boyfriend. Uh, it's his granddaughter slash uh, lover, as we know. Um, it's it's denied. Morgan Freeman's. He he denies it, but you know people have seen them together and have what? thought that they were the you know she was his piece. There. Oh, you're not aware of that. Well, it's true. Uh, her name was uh, Christina Viles. Did you get a excuse com- me? Did you get a new computer? She didn't say that. No, it's the same one. It's uh, you have a- <laughs> I got a new monitor. <coughs> That's why the film is on there. Wait, wait, you had the thing replaced? I had to because I dropped it and it was not working then. Oh, I'm sorry. My wife felt so bad about it, she got it replaced. That was really nice of her. Yeah, she went down and did it. You know why? Because she was all stressed out. And she and I turned her, it? No, not like that. I turned around and I was talking to her and uh, about all this stressy bullshit and then like whatever. And then like I kind of, like when I was turning back around, I tipped it off, fell off the desk and was fucked up. And she's like, well, I, I feel responsible for that. Even though she wasn't. She goes, you know what? And, and she had her place. Like, you're so nice about it. She goes, you know why I did that? Because you didn't blame me. So my first husband would have done that. He would have. That's so great. Yeah, but I. I, So I thought, wow, that's my wife. My wife will do things like that. Really? Isn't that great? That is great. That's that's really an an unusual level of insight that we're both lucky to have. I know. You know what? One thing that she won't do is go out all night and make me worry. I just tell you, I wish she would. Yeah. (laughs) I do. I wish she would go out all night. I prefer the. You know what? I don't worry about it because time and again. She's proven faithful. And she would have such an Beautiful. easy time of not being faithful, I think. All women would. Yeah, it's true. They got that pussy, and it is just fucking... It's, like un, a, it's on demand. It's like an open mouth. just In demand. It's like ready an open, to swallow like the an, world. An open... <laughs> Come on, world! <laughs> yeah, you're right. It's like a, a baby bird. Well, um, this is our first show back uh, after, uh, let's see, we had kind of, uh, we see there was Dan Jenis, and then there was another week that, uh, it's, I can't really account for that. Yeah, it's really... Um... Dan Jenis will be back, uh, by the way, on a future episode. Oh! Don't do this. Don't do this. Oh, don't do it. Back. Don't do it. Just don't do it. Don't. Hmm. I have work, okay? Well, um, I have important things to discuss with yeah. Dan Jenis. Oh, sure, sure. Well, I'm going to be I'm sorry. On, I guess um... you're. I guess you're all about the communism, yes. Oh, right, yeah. Oh, a little upcoming uh, Stop the Race Wars. You want to talk about they that? they asked me. Yeah. Okay? Hey, you didn't have to say I yes. I didn't even know Shh. what they were. <laughs> well, <laughs> you certainly found out. <laughs> try, and get a, try and get a word in edgewise there. <laughs> you do know that Morgan Freeman's granddaughter was, like, murdered, Murdered, right? yeah. Okay, yeah. Kind of sad. Yeah, yeah, really sad, and for no good reason. And he was the guy who was talking about the devil and shit, as you know. You know, Lawrence Fishburne's daughter appears in um, porno movies, and that's just as bad. That's like putting a knife through his heart. Kind of. <laughs> well, we'll be back with more crimes uh, in the very near future, and make sure you come out March twenty third. That's Monday. No, it's April twenty third. <laughs> Why do I keep saying the wrong date? But this is probably not even going to be up by then. It will be. It'll nice. be up before then. April twenty third. Come and see. New York City Crime Report Live. It is an experience that you will not regret. We enjoy it. I know that you'll enjoy it too. It's it's we always so great about it is that like it's a it's a loose show that includes stand up and like, you know, we're talking really directly to the audience in a way. 
that is, uh, you know, not done. It's like this weird kind of intimacy because there's like five or six thousand people there. Yet it feels like we're in a living room. Yet it feels like we're just talking one-on-one. And if you come from a non-contiguous state to New York, say, Delaware, Ohio, Mm -hmm. not Vermont, because Vermont, I guess, touches New York. But what about Michigan? Maine, Michigan. Yeah. I will buy you a Haritos. I will buy you a Harito soda. He'll buy you a Harito soda <laughs> from any. Now you can't be in the tri-state. It's just you know, there's. Read the fine print on this. We're putting it right up bold. Non-contiguous you know. states. Right. Get it right. And, not and New get, Jersey. And, not Pennsylvania. Not Connecticut. Not included. Not Vermont. Not even Vermont. Not Massachusetts. Get it straight. <laughs> all right. Uh, and if you come from a different borough. You know, we'll welcome you <laughs> yeah. to the show. Hey, of course. Going? Thank you. You know, enjoy the Harito soda on you, yeah, on yeah, yourself, yeah. on on the money that you bring. You know, <laughs> buy yourself one. They're not very much, but you know, it's how much are they anyway? Because I gotta know I, if I have to go to the bank. Like, I bring a- some money because I mean, you know, they're not they're not giving them away. I mean, are they like three dollars? I think they're in. The, they're definitely single-digit money, but that's all I can say. Well, I'll say this for the first three people from non-contiguous <laughs> states, <laughs> he will most likely get you. Rita <laughs> soda. All right. We'll see you April twenty-third, Westside Comedy Club. That's where it is. Westside Comedy Club, April twenty-third, eight o'clock. And uh, thanks for being here, Seth. Thanks, Pat. Thank you for listening to New York City Crime Report. Is it over?